Lent, a 40-day period of spiritual preparation leading up to Easter. And Ash Wednesday sets the stage for Lent by reminding us of three things. The temporary nature of our existence on earth, our sinfulness before God, and our need for salvation. The video we just watched uh, contained a powerful prayer of repentance. Um, And as I was watching it, one line in particular jumped out at me. We have sold sacred hours to search out some relief in the same barren fields we've so often wandered. Isn't it true that we spend our limited time on this earth quite often pursuing things that don't matter, that destroy relationships, and that ultimately drag us away from a God who wants nothing more than to be in relationship with us. We seek what we think is best for us instead of what is God's best for us. In our text from Joel that Amanda read for us this evening, the the Israelites um, were not simply wandering in, in barren fields of sin, but they were actually wandering in barren fields. A plague of locusts had struck Israel, which they saw as judgment for their sins and a sign that the day of the Lord was near. But in this passage, we we get a word from the Lord about the, the nature of true repentance. Joel chapter 2, verses 12 through 13. Even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for He is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and He relents from sending calamity. You see, God does not ask Israel for animal sacrifices or to do a ritual tearing of their clothing, as was common at that time, to express their sorrow for their sin, but rather He asks for their hearts. He says, tear your hearts and not your clothing. One of the ways that that we can foster a spirit of true repentance this Lent is by the practice of a Lenten discipline. Um, In our passage from Joel, they, they declared a fast as an act of repentance. Verse 15, blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly. And typically during Lent, you hear a lot about people fasting from things like uh, candy or soda, or if you're like my grandpa, maybe swearing. Um, but, but the question that, that I would like us to ask ourselves um, when deciding what our Lenten dis- discipline will be is, what effect will this have on my relationship with God? Because whatever your Lenten discipline is this Lent, remember that what matters most is the effect it has on your heart. And that's why I think it's important that we each take this time that has been set aside this evening to allow God just to convict us with His Holy Spirit and for us to do some soul-searching. And we'll we'll have some time to to do that as we come forward to receive the ashes this evening. Um, But one of the things I was sharing with my Bible study group this morning as well is 
one of the one of the really important things about Ash Wednesday is that we come to terms with the sin in our life. And we, we don't do that just to soak in guilt for a little bit or to feel bad about ourselves or to tell God what terrible people we are. But I think it's true that we can't truly receive God's grace. The grace that flows to us through the cross of Christ. The, the grace that's made real to us in this Easter season without first coming to an awareness of our sinfulness before God. And that's why nights like tonight are so important in the life of the church and why I'm so glad to see you all here this evening. Because I think it's essential that each of us take that time to say, God, what is it in my life that is separating me from you? What things in my life am I doing or not doing or saying or not saying? What relationships in my life are broken in need of reconciliation? What things am I participating in that might be leading to another person getting hurt? Would you convict me of those things, God? And just ask God, by His Holy Spirit, to, to begin to convict you of the things that are separating you from Him. And through that process, identify what it is that God is wanting you to root out of your life this Lenten season. Because it's true that there can be strongholds of evil in our lives that we're not even aware of. We can be completely oblivious to until God finally opens our eyes to see, oh, this is why I feel distant from God. This is why I, I just feel like, I, you know, I pray and I, I read my Bible and I, I try to go to church and do these things, and yet I still feel distant from God. It could be because there is a stronghold of evil somewhere in your life where Satan has you turned around and God just needs to awaken you to that. And all it takes is a simple act of repentance to turn back to God and say, God, I don't want this in my life. By the strength of your Spirit, would you help me fight against this? Would you help me make changes to my life during this Lenten season that isn't just like this, this 40-day experimentation period of some sort of self-betterment or self-improvement program, but it's something that I'm actually going to carry with me throughout Lent and beyond. It's a change that's so necessary to my life to make that if I don't make it and keep making it, it's going to lead me to spiritual death. And I guarantee you, each one of us here this evening has at least one thing in our lives that is separating us from God. So, so I want you to just take this time this, this evening to pray about, God, what is that? What is that area of my life that I need you to shine the light of Jesus on? What is that area of darkness that I need your light overcome? And then when it gets down to the practice of it, the, the actual making of the change, I want you to ask yourself, what practical steps can I take to make that change in my life today? And I'll, I'll give you a fair word of warning I would not rely on your own self-will or discipline to make and keep the change, all right? So if you decide that maybe it's, it's food for you, or like junk food or something like that, 
Don't buy junk food. Throw all the junk food in your house away. Don't have it around. All right? Um, if, it's, if it's maybe you're just not using the means of grace enough, you need to get into your Bible some more. Set reminders on your phone. Write yourself notes. Have something on the steering wheel of your car that says, hey, dummy, read your Bible. Make those changes that's going to be a practical way for you to, to not only make but sustain changes through this Lenten season that are going to lead to a deeper walk with God. So as you're, as you're praying about what, what the sin is in your life that, that God wants to root out of your heart and what changes you can make, you might decide that fasting is best for you. Uh, maybe, maybe not just from candy or soda, but maybe from something that, that you feel is driving that wedge between you and God, that barren field that you find yourself coming back to time and time again. Maybe, maybe it's a time of daily self-examination. A time to simply sit and be alone with God and not talk to God, but just listen. Maybe it's, it's beginning a, a daily discipline of prayer. Maybe it's, it's making it a point to read God's Word on a daily basis. Whatever spiritual discipline you choose this Lent, I want you to let this be a season of spiritual renewal. But again, spiritual renewal cannot happen unless we first acknowledge that a change is necessary in our lives. Until we realize our sinfulness before God, the temporary nature of this life, and our need for a Savior. Christ offers us new life, but we cannot receive that new life without giving up our old way of life. And that is what Lent is about. Because when we turn from our sin and seek new life in Christ, we meet the God who is described in verse 13 of our passage this evening that I read a little bit earlier. God is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, and abounding in love. And He relents from sending calamity. So as we prepare to receive these ashes tonight, let them serve as a reminder of the God who loves us despite our sin, despite the fact that, that we're not going to live forever, but because of that, God looked upon us with mercy and compassion and yet loved us and yet sent Jesus to die for us and yet chose to shine light in our darkness. Amen? Amen. Would you please join me now in a prayer of thanksgiving over these ashes? Almighty God, you've created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be a sign of our mortality and penitence, so that we may remember that only by your gracious gift are we given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. At this time, I'd like to invite you to come forward as the Spirit leads you and receive these ashes this evening. And as you receive these ashes, uh, if you feel that you'd like to just spend some time in prayer to God, um, just asking Him to uh, convict you by His Spirit of the things that need to be rooted out of your life, um, I invite you to just stop at the prayer rail after you receive the ashes and just spend some time with God or even make an altar in your seat and just use this as a time to meet with God this evening. Come forward as the Spirit leads.